It's Rob Becky on Absolute Radio. You all right? Paul McCaffrey is here today. You're Anyone right, who's having an afternoon snooze <laughs> is definitely awake now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> lovely Ed Sheeran, just calming. <laughs> it's, all right, mate, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm full of beans. It's Rob Beckett's Summer Vibes <laughs> this afternoon. I just hope when I do that. Like um... a one man Notting Hill carnival. I <laughs> know, oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope someone's in their garden having a lovely barbecue. <laughs> and they're like, oh, a bit of a scaring pigeons out of the tree with all those sound effects. <laughs> all right, um, I think we've woken everyone up. Yep. Um, welcome to the show. We're here till six o'clock. Paul McCaffrey, very funny comedian and broadcaster. Yeah. He's got his own show, hasn't he, on the South <laughs> Coast? Yeah. Um, we're going to be here till six, sort of um, playing some music, having a chat. We're going to be talking about Latitude Festival. Mm. I was at that. We're going to be talking about. I went on this week, the political review show. Did you? Yeah, I went on there. When was that? Um, it was one of the most horrific experiences of my life. I am definitely. Good. Is that still on iPlayer? Um, hopefully not, but yes, I think it is. Can't um, wait to watch that one again. So I'll be talking about that. We're talking about Badge Drawn Boy. He had a meltdown of Latitude, yeah. which is quite funny. Um, we're going to be talking about Christopher Burr. That'll be fun, won't it? Yeah, we'll be, mate, yeah. And, um, yeah, we've got loads of stuff. We've got a quiz for you later as well, Paul. Oh, for God's sake. Not we've another got, one. We've got another quiz. <laughs> and it's, um, what the quiz is, um, the quiz is about pools. Okay. Different pools. Feeling confident this time, because last time it was about Southampton. And you're from Manchester. And I did not do very well. No, you didn't. But you, you, you've, you've always been called Paul. I have always been called Paul, yeah. So you should be good at this one. I reckon so. Perfect. 40 years of experience. And how have you been since you last came on the show, Paul? Up and down, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? No, not, I'm not right. great. No, I'm joking. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah all you're good. good. All yeah. right. Oh, brilliant. Absolute Radio. It's Rob Becker on Absolute Radio, joined by Paul McCaffrey, who's uh, my co-host today. Hi. A um, lot of responsibilities on your shoulders there, mate. Massive responsibilities. You think you got I need it? Need to come off Twitter for sort of two minutes every sort of fifteen minutes, and then back on it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Chat in the right places. Yeah. Um, laugh even if I'm not funny. That's okay. not what most co-hosts do. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Cheers. <laughs> You're nailing this, Paul. <laughs> I know. Uh, Paul, um, have you ever been to Latitude Festival? Yes, I have, Rob. Uh, I went in 2009 uh, <laughs> when I was awarded the New Act of the Year Ooh, title. Wow. And I've never been invited back. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, really? guys. Uh, I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank the organisers of Latitude. Uh, and... <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's it. quite a prestigious. Um, it's quite a prestigious, uh, like new comedy competition. That clearly, and because it's four thousand people in the comedy tent, you went out there as a new act, won it, and then never back. That was it. Cheers, Paul. Shut up. Here's your check now. Go. Off. Off. Yeah, yeah off. exactly. Um, maybe um, you did so well in your five minutes. I think that's what it was. But they were like, "There's no point getting him back." Th- they thought, "There's no point getting him back now. Wait for everyone else to catch up, and we'll bring him back in ten years." When yeah, yeah. no, I don't so think that's got what four it years is. to go. Yep, and you'll be back there. Two thousand. Uh, so if anyone's thinking of going, two thousand and nineteen, you'll uh, be there. I'll be there. Yeah, fingers crossed. Twelve o'clock cabaret Mid- stage. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Um, I went yesterday. I was in for the day. All right, mate. Did my yeah. Sorry about that. I don't <laughs> rub it in, but. Uh, um, didn't even do the new act competition. No. Like once a Why com- would you? Once a comedian went and, he th- and it was 11am, um, the competition, he thought it was 11pm. They rang him at half ten in the morning and went, where are you? He went, I'll oh, just get dressed. <laughs> he thought it was 11, cereal, mate. <laughs> 11 o'clock at night and missed the final. <laughs> and then turned up oh, and the whole no. festival was going... Were you the guy that missed the comedy festival? The comedy the comedy competition? People are still talking about it now, mate. It could have been a masterstroke. Poor old Pat Kale. I bet he's been invited back. Yeah, he has, actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Didn't even turn up for the competition. <laughs> he's been rebooked every year since. Disgraceful. 
Have you got a message to the Latitude organisers? Uh, I think I've said my piece. Fair enough. Um, another person that was quite angry with Latitude was a badly drawn boy. Yeah, well, I can relate to him. Well, basically, he was on at about two, half two, and I thought, oh, this will be fun. Go and see. He was doing his f- whole album, you know, the, 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 the good one he did. Hour of Bewilderbeast. That one. Yeah. He did the whole um, album. I thought, oh, this will be nice. I chilled out. It's a summer. It's sunny. Have yep. a nice drink. Sit on the grass. Watch Badly Drawn Boy. Yeah, yeah. It could not have been further from the truth really? of a man. Um, he still had his beanie on. Yep. Um, but long Branding. Gra- long grey hair and a big grey beard um, and um, he he was so angry he was the angriest man I've ever seen he, he had a foul mouth rant yeah. on stage <laughs> um, he called organisers I mean I can't even say I can't no, even, like, it, I think uh, we could guess yeah basically yeah. Um, tight something um, <laughs> basically all the bad words yeah. but they said they were tight for only paying him five grand what and as soon as he said that oh, the whole I can imagine the atmosphere the whole just went <laughs> what like, like the, the, the slow realisation, it went to silence in the field because everyone was like, one, how, how rude is he to moan about getting five grand? Yeah, of course. People have paid money, got time off work to go to the festival. Yeah. And secondly, you're getting five grand for this, was the second thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then he said uh, he was the greatest artist in the last 20 years, That's which I'm sure he was, must have been a joke. Cause you, but you can't moan I mean, about it not being paid. I mean, very enough. good. Like, I'm a big, I'm a big <laughs> yeah, fan. No, I, I like think it. the gra- greatest artist <laughs> in the last 20 years is probably a bit strong. Yeah, and then all his band left the stage and he stayed on on his own and sang a cappella off a bit of paper. What, he, they all went off? Yeah, so he just stood there with a bit of paper singing a cappella. Christ alive. <laughs> but I found out quite a few other people have said that they've seen him have an on-stage meltdown. You wouldn't expect it because it's such happy songs. Well, this is the, quite often the case. Yeah. You saw people that the music will be completely at odds with the personality. Sort of lovely songs and then a complete... Yeah, I'm, I'm mute off air. Yeah. I just wander around <laughs> sitting train carriers on my own scowling. <laughs> Don't look at me. Um, but I looked up at it and loads of other people said they've seen Badly Drawn Boy have these sort of like episodes at gigs. Diva so fits. I thought, what we should try and do? Let's try and get a meltdown map of Badly Drawn Boy. Very nice. So I want all your vein- all your locations where you've seen Badly Drawn Boy have a bit of a bit of a you know bit of a stress out and I want to plot them on a map and then we're going to try and see if it correlates. He might be doing some grand plan for a new album or something like alternative. It's like a concept, yeah. Concept planet. No, country, because it's a country. He hasn't played... Well, he has been around the world, so it might be worldwide. Anyway, so give me the locations of where Badly Drawn Boy... And ironically, Silent Brian is now doing a badly drawn picture of the United <laughs> Kingdom <laughs> on a whiteboard. It looks like a chicken nugget before Jamie Oliver got It looks involved. like a knick <laughs> Um, I tell you what, do, with that as well, have you seen the Finley Quay uh, gig video from this week? No. So Finley Quay uh, was booked to do a gig in Gloucester at uh, yep. this uh, place. I think it's called the Convent. It's like this sort of old church. Very nice looking building. And uh, it was due to have a sound check at three, which he didn't turn up for. Turned up for his set. Yeah. Uh, and put in what can only be described, if you look at it, a uh, lacklustre performance. <laughs> the promoter walks on, like doing the cult, old sort of knife, knife across the throat, that's it, that's sort of ma- yeah. m- manoeuvre. Basically chucks Finley Quay off. Finley Quay doesn't even protest, just turns around <laughs> and sort of shuffles <laughs> off stage. And the promoter goes, oh, I'm really sorry about this, I will not stand for that, I will give everyone in here a refund. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't expect that from Finley Quay either. He's quite a chilled out dude. Yeah. I know. The promoter was not happy. Maybe they just, because everyone thinks they're going to be really nice, they try to be more rock and roll than they, they are. And they just have these little moments of just anger. Absolute Radio. Paul Simon on Absolute Radio. It's Rob Beckett here. Um, I'm joined by Paul McCaffrey. <coughs> Hi. And we are talking about musical meltdowns on stage after I witnessed Baddie Drum Boy have a very 
um, stressful afternoon at Latitude. Um, so we've been asking for all the locations you've seen Badly Drawn Boy have a bit of a temper tantrum. And it's quite the list, isn't it, Paul? It doesn't seem like it was an isolated incident, <laughs> let's put it this way. <laughs> he has taken his strops worldwide. Yeah, we, we've got Scarborough, Latitude, Chalton, Manchester, Cardiff, Northampton, London twice, Brighton <laughs> and LA. Oh my God. Um, so um, we're going to keep plotting that. If you've got any other locations you've seen Badly Drawn Boy have a bit of a flip-out mental um, sort of um, stress-out, um, let us know, and um, we'll plot it on our map. Um, we're gonna, we should tweet a photo of the map, because it is... The map of mayhem. One of the worst maps I've ever seen ever, <laughs> Silent Brian's drawn. Um, we'll tweet that in a bit. Um, um, Paul, you were saying you saw Christa Berg have I, a bit I of did. a... Uh, it um, wasn't an on-stage meltdown, but no. we, uh, I'd been out uh, at the Carling Cup game, uh, and I'd stayed at James Beattie's house. Are you friends with James Beattie? Was, well, yeah, I suppose. To, w- w- was at that time, uh, and uh, <laughs> we... Uh, well, it's still... Uh, it's, I'm not, we haven't fallen out. <laughs> it's just I haven't seen him that much. But uh, we stayed around there, and we went to the pub the next day after quite a big night. And um, there was th- the pub opposite where he used to live. There was a five-a-side football pitch at the bottom of the garden, yeah. And there was a tournament going on, which just very oddly, Christa Berg's son was playing oh, it. Right. So Christa Berg was in there. Like, we told one of my friends that we dyed his hair green. During the night. This is just a side thing, but he was going, oh, what? I can't believe this. Yeah, so, but how did he not know? Did he not look in a mirror? No. <laughs> just took it that his hair had been dyed green. So, anyway, <laughs> so we're, in the, we're in the pub, and uh, uh, Christopher keeps walking up and down. Big. <laughs> Christopher keeps walking up and down. Various people had chatted with him. My friend who we told had uh, uh, dyed his hair green also played guitar. Another one of my friends said, I've just been chatting to Christa Berg at the bar, and he's looking for a guitarist. I've told him about you. Uh, like, <laughs> stitching him up to get him to go over yeah. another word with Christa Berg. I-, I will never forget, this for me was the pivotal moment. We see the Berg walking out of the bar. <laughs> down, <laughs> out of the bar, down towards the five-a-side pitch. My mate, who thinks he's with the green hair with the guitar, just goes, sorry, Chris. And as he said that, everyone is just like, oh, like, doubled up laughing he's walking towards us he goes oh sorry mate uh, I know my hair's green at the moment but (laughs) 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 he goes I've heard you're looking for a guitarist DeBurr at that point thinks that he's having the taken out of him he goes I didn't just have one song you know I did a lot of albums stormed off down the garden with his drinks he thinks the green hair comment is in reference to Lady in Red (laughs) He was not happy. He was not happy. <laughs> I did have one song, you know, an album. <laughs> exactly, and off he went. I, I still got the for me. That story. I still can't believe your mate didn't realise he didn't have green. I know. Ludicrous. <laughs> Oh, poor old Christa Berg. To be fair, though, you were one. No, you weren't even winding him up. Not you at all. Your mate up, exactly. Yeah, but he, he just, said hello. Yeah, he got the wrong end of the you stick. You should have. What, the moral of that story is always dye your mate's hair green. <laughs> exactly. Because when they chat to Christa Berg, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Or red. More quiet. Should have done it red. Um, right, let's know more Paddy Drawn Boy locations and we'll put them on our map and we'll let you know. Have you taken a photo of that, son, Brian? Excellent, thank you very much. Absolute. Absolute Radio. It's Rob Beckett on Absolute Radio, and it's not rock and roll football. We've got no football, so it's my sweet, sweet summer vibes. Um, and, um, oh, there's golf on. If it's not, apparently there's golf on if it's not too windy. But golf's been postponed the last couple of days because it's been too windy. Um, and England aren't doing as well as the Ashes at the moment, so I've sort of not brought that up. Um, I'm here with Paul McCaffrey. Here's my co-host today. Hi, mate. And um, we are going, we've got some Aerosmith coming up. And also, we're going to be talking about my first appearance on a political show. <laughs> I went on this week with Michael Portillo 
Alex Salmond, Diane Abbott and Andrew Neil, and it was as horrific as you could imagine. We'll be chatting about that after this. This is Absolute, absolute Radio. It's Absolute Radio. Rob Beckett here with Paul McCaffrey till six o'clock. You're my co-host today, Paul. Um, yeah. Paul had a quite a stressful political week last week. I did. I did. No, <laughs> you was alright, weren't you? Yeah, no. Politically speaking, yeah. How was your week politically last Fairly week? Fairly unstressful, <laughs> like most weeks, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Didn't really get down to the nub of it all. No, no. Sort of getting, no. No lobbying for you? No, none of that, no. No. Um, well, I, I, went to, I went to the House of Parliament as well. What? For the, there was like a Arkiva, which is like um, people who've done awards. And I, I think they're in charge of all the big, you know, Crystal Palace Tower? I think they're in charge of all the signals. Yeah. And then they make you hear this. I mean, I didn't. This is not something that would enter my consciousness. I don't really know what it is, yeah. and I was there. So anyway, it was something to do with radio signals, and I went there, and it was all right. It was like a little speech and things like that, but I felt a bit out of my depth. Like fracking. I don't know what that means, mate. Right, okay. <laughs> I thought someone just said that. There's a way of saying, like, oh, flipping hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, so I did that, but also, I, I went on this week. I can't believe that. <laughs> I mean, this at week. what point did you sort of, like, not... Right. Go, hang on a minute. Right, so this week is a political programme. It's on um, a Thursday night. So like me going on Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock at night, <laughs> and they have politi- it's a political debate show. Slightly more light-hearted than your usual, but yep. still pretty much talking about politics mm. and the, like, the Eurozone crash. Yeah. Anyway, so I got invited on it. It's basically, I've got, like, I'm doing the tournament. I will go on it, because I want to talk to you about bullying and bullying in comedy, and then they can talk about your tour, and you can chat about it. It's good they're trying to lighten it up and try and make it a bit more funny and a bit more silly and stuff like that. I was like, OK, sure. Like that, and I didn't really think about it. It got to Thursday afternoon, afternoon, and I was like being sick and crying, <laughs> <laughs> waiting to go on. And because they was like, "Yeah, well, you um, they were oh, you're going to be on the air at eight o'clock. We're going to pre-record this one." And then they rung me at seven, going, "No, actually, it's going to be midnight." And I was like, "Oh God, like that." And so then I ordered a Chinese. You know, like, I literally got comfort food, and um, I ate too much Chinese, so I got there, and then my shirt didn't fit. So on the telly, oh, my no. little teeth. You can see my little belly through my shirt. <laughs> and then I've been waiting to go for ages. And before you go on, they do like a silly little bit. To camera, and because it, it was the last one of the series, I was going on holiday. They put a green screen of a beach behind me and went, Oh, can you say something funny now? Uh, and they gave me a bucket and spade. And then I was like, I don't know what to say. When oh, we're doing bullying, and I just went, Oh, and because they're saying about, Do you have to be a bully to be successful? And they went, Say something about that. I went, Okay, I went, Oh, you don't have to be a bully to be successful. Look at me, I'm doing all right, I'm on a beach. And then I just shouted, Get me my cocktail! <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the worst. <laughs> I tried, but I was under pressure, and it wasn't very funny. And so that's on the opening credits. And then I wait to go on, and it's so intense. It's a tiny studio. They had Michael Portillo on it, Diane Abbott, and um, Alex Salmond, and Andrew Neil was hosting. So anyway, I'm like waiting for ages, and I get chucked on it at the end. It sounds like an anxiety dream. Oh mate, it was. I sat down right, and it was there was no like it was really. They're lovely people. They're really nice. Yeah. But obviously, it just, it's not my ballpark. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. Know what I mean, I'm not a very serious man. So I sat down. I said, when they basically went, oh, so Rob, do you think that bullying exists in comedy? And I sort of went, ah, oh, no, I don't try to be all like, and I don't bully anyone. I'm not. I take the Mickey out of me. Yeah. And then um, I was talking about. It. Then Alex Hammond was just talking over everyone, and I went, oh, don't bully this conversation, Alex. Like, thinking that would be a bit of fun. Yeah. He completely ignored me, then started talking about assault victims. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he said that, I just went silent and thought, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not getting involved in this conversation when it's this heavy. Wow. And then, um, and then I did one bit that was funny um, out of a lot of bits that weren't. And I, I, I took What sort of ratio are we talking? I'm talking about, imagine sitting down for five <laughs> minutes and say nothing or everything you've ever said is the worst thing that's ever said. And then one second where you say something that could be considered 
considered fairly amusing. Blimey. When I was talking about getting abuse online, I said one bloke tweeted me once and said, I want to punch every tooth out of your face. And I tweeted back, I hope you've got a free afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> that is I, funny. That is quite, that's quite yeah, a good joke, isn't good. it? Uh, got completely ignored by everyone else, apart from Michael Portillo, who clapped me. Oh, good old Portillo. So, good, old, good old Portillo. Good old Mikey. Backing me up. <laughs> yeah, good old exactly. Portillo there. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was hard work. Yeah, I can well imagine. Stressful. So there's a few comics who've done it, and a lot of them are keeping it under their hat. So if you want a little treat, oh, really? go on this week and go on about 38 minutes on iPlayer, and you see all the comedians getting wheeled out, trying to sell tickets to their show, and panic. Really? <laughs> like I did. Should do a montage. Oh, God, yeah, it was, it was great. This, someone should do, like, a YouTube montage of all the times the comedians sit there panicking because they're talking about proper subjects. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was quite stressful. Yeah. But that, that's been my political week. Yeah. That's a round of Rob's political week. Yeah, I love politics, mate. I love politics yeah. and current affairs. Anything that's happening now, any affairs that are happening now, I love it. I can't You're get there. enough of it. That's me. You're the go-to guy for that sort of thing now. Yeah, exactly. I love... Super Trump and politics. Yeah. So luckily we've got Breakfast in America now. Nice. Balance it out. This is, this is absolute, absolute radio. Rebecca, absolute radio. Paul McCaffrey is here chewing a biscuit. A mouthful of chocolate biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> That's not great co-hosting. I oh, know. Sorry. <laughs> Still I'm sure. to apologise. Yeah. What, what I mean, I need to finish it. I'm not going to spit it out on the floor. Yeah, maybe work. not talk any on the radio okay. of it. <laughs> so just waiting for. He's putting his tongue. <laughs> he's doing that weird thing when you put the tongue on the back of your teeth just to get out the last bits of cream. I'll save those last bits. Fair enough. And was it a good chocolate? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate orange. Same ones I had last time I was on. Brian is a big fan of one particular biscuit. Oh, I've never known anything like it. Yeah. He loves it. It never changes it up. It's good. I'm not a big fan of chocolate orange, but that, different level. I mean, the chocolate to biscuit ratio is unparalleled. It's phenomenal. Yeah, they've really got that right. It's... You that's sometimes a bit of a problem, but it's absolutely outrageously chocolatey. Yeah, they've really gone. They've gone the extra mile. I, I, I don't know how they test that or how. how... You, you need a good seven-minute song to eat one. You thought you were pushing it up with a three-minute Kings of Leon. Do you know what I mean? Slightly melty on the fingers, I will say that. Oh, was it? Yeah. Or have you just got really hot fingers? <laughs> Maybe. Clammy hands. <laughs> clammy oh, hands, hands McCaffrey. around with little clammy hands. <laughs> and a mouthful of biscuit and oh, sweaty yeah. hands. Oh, that's <laughs> really nice. Mouthful of chocolate on that one, wasn't it? Normally, when I get the biscuits, they melt in my little Augustus gloop fingers and some... But these ones... Augustus <laughs> gloop fingers. <laughs> oh, here he is, look. Old Augustus gloop fingers. <laughs> what, what sort of insult is that to level at? Someone. <laughs> Oi! Augustus Glowfingers! Get out of it! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, I've been called some things in my time, let me tell you now, but what else never. Have you been called? What do you normally get? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> weird little goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I get Pete Show. Who calls you Weird Little Goblin? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Just people shouting out the window of their cars when they're driving down the street. <laughs> Oi, little goblin. Oi, chubby. Put those biscuits down, goblin. Yeah. Um, Paul, we're talking about my neighbours. I've got new neighbours. Yeah. Trying to work out how to introduce myself. Had to break the ice. Um, nice fella, got a Barcelona shirt on, so I think he yeah. might be... Or I was saying, it could be a, could be a chance. Nice fella, because he's got Barcelona. Is that how you qualify nice people? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a nice guy. Barcelona, they're the people's club, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I just thought, I thought Edgy might be watching this, because he fits the demographic. He's into sport. He looked... He, looked he might be watching this. Yeah. Like, what, what are your old tricks in one of those trees <laughs> <Yeah>. over there? <laughs> <laughs> Spinal, using our webcam. Yeah. Have we still got webcam in the studio? That was a very much a late 90s, early 2000s thing, wasn't it? Dirty Den, wasn't it? Just watch <laughs> What? <laughs> He ruined that for yeah, everyone, exactly. didn't he? <laughs> yeah. There's always one, isn't yeah, there, that abuses the webcam. 
<laughs> just roll times. Here's me on my finger. <laughs> the old guys listening. Um, right. Um, so I'm talking about ways to introduce myself to my neighbours. That's some suggestions, Paul. Mm. Um, this one that said, this one's quite a nice suggestion. Okay. Why don't you put a note through the door telling him you live next door and notice him moving in. If you need any advice with local shops, bin collection days, etc., feel free to knock and ask. I like the idea. Wishy washy. But he's like, if you want to know what the pubs are, I mean, where the bin days are, I think he's going to be like, let's avoid that that side. <laughs> yeah. Is actually uh, on the Barcelona shirt putting a Barbie up watching the ashes? Do you think he's going to want to talk about bin collection <laughs> days? He's going to want to know where the local pub is yeah. and where he can get a steak. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. I what, a bar- oh, he might be a vegetarian, though. No, if you've got a barbecue, <laughs> it's unlikely. He's not a. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it wouldn't be the first thing you'd set up if you're a vegetarian. Vegetarian, is it? We've got to set the barbecue up, mate. Yeah. We need to get something like halloumi on there. <laughs> halloumi and a uh, veggie kebab. I had the most disgusting veggie kebab, right? Have you gone vegetarian? No, but oh. I just wanted to. I, I wanted to try it. Yeah, I was trying to be healthy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was late night. I thought what I'd do is they had all that lovely fruits. They had like big mushrooms, peppers, onions, yeah. and stuff like that on a on a, on a metal Skill. stick. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that'd be lovely. I tell you what, bit of pita, bit of salad. I'll have that in the pita. Nice, right? Yeah. So he put it on the barbecue like thing, the charcoal barbecue thing in the in the in the kebab shop. Sort of, you know, grilled it. <laughs> It all up, did that for a bit. <laughs> then just we got the salad. Wait, sorry, where was this? In a bar, in a kebab shop. Where? Oh, in uh, South East London. I, I, I mean, you're going to get run out of town at this rate. <laughs> Turning up a kebab shop at two o'clock in the morning, ordering a vegetarian kebab, <laughs> then slipping notes under people's doors asking if they want to talk about bin collection I'm days. I'm quite an obvious person as well with my face and voice. But anyway, this kebab man, yep. he put it up, cooks it on the barbecue thing, but then just if I put it in my pitter, dunked it in a deep fat fryer. With no batter on it, just put it in there just to finish it off. It was disgusting. What? Who does that? It was perfectly grilled all night. It was dunked in a deep fat fryer with a portion of chips. That's for insane. Like, for like twenty seconds, it was horrible. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I won't. I won't recommend that kebab shop to my new neighbour. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I've had another suggestion from Andrew Parker, which I think might have a few more legs. Okay. Um, few more legs. <laughs> that's not. That's not a sign, is it? No. I think this suggestion. I might have a few more legs. Yeah. <laughs> He's an ant, Andrew. Andrew Parker. Um, he said, "Best way to meet your neighbour: kick your football into the new neighbour's back garden, so you can go around and ask your ball back, or in a Barcelona top, instant mate." That's expert level. That is pretty good, isn't this it? This guy has uh, deployed those sort of skills before. I would say stalking an ex-girlfriend. I'm to put in Barcelona shirt. It, the, the attention to detail in that is slightly sinister. Oh, really? Yeah. You're su- suggesting Andrew Parker's got all serious. I reckon system. he's got the mind of a serial killer. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, you've really gone to town on that profile. <laughs> yeah. You've watched four episodes of Dexter. <laughs> CSI Las Vegas. And now poor old Parker's getting it in the ear from you and your wandering, wandering mind of yeah. suspicion. Wandering eyes and clammy biscuit hands. Oh, gloopy over there. Gloopy. <laughs> 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 anyway, right, any more suggestions? Eight twelve fifteen on the text, Twitter, Facebook. Let us know. But at the moment, I'm favouring the peek over the fence, say hello, introduce yourself. Go, hello, mate. You're right, but I don't know what, what kind of conversation you can say. But from oh, you're setting up a barbecue. Well, I think I need some more chat to deal with. Yeah, you set up a barbecue, and you'll go. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, take See it you next easy, summer. man. <laughs> Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Rob Beck here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> I'll get it right soon. <laughs> Co-host Paul McCaffrey there. Um, oh my God! Have you seen this? Just on, on Sky Sports News, there's a, there's a man being attacked by a shark. You're just about to hammer me for watching telly yeah. when I'm supposed to be talking, and then the shark comes on. Yeah, um, I think it, I think I just looked at the news. There's a fella, a, um, a professional surfer called Mike Fannin, who um, got attacked by a shark. He survived, fortunately, but um, the video is quite um, intense, isn't Terrific. it? Terrific. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's far too. Intense to be on whilst I'm trying to present a radio show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I don't care how committed you are to broadcasting. If you see a man getting attacked by a shark, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my interest pricked. Aren't yeah. I? Absolute Radio. It's Rob Beckett on Absolute Radio. Paul McCaffrey is my co-host today. Um, Paul, um, I've got some news for you. Okay. Um, I think the test I've... results are back. <laughs> yeah, the test results are back, and it's all clear. <laughs> You're great. You're hands are nothing to worry. <laughs> Your clammy hands <laughs> and promiscuous past is nothing to worry about. Promiscuous <laughs> past. Hang on a second. Come on, you know what got us glue fingers and pop with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even come with fingers, girls, because I love the chocolate. <laughs> chocolate biscuit. <laughs> oh, God, it I mean, there's awful. all sorts of connotations there, isn't there? I think we should move on no, quickly. It's fine. You just said you like chocolate biscuits because you had one earlier. I'm only talking about <laughs> chocolate biscuits. You can't put chocolatey fingers and promiscuous past <laughs> in the same bit. <laughs> Hey, that was your problem. Right. <laughs> okay, right, moving on. Um, right, I've got some news for you, apart from all that. Yep. Um, Loch Ness Monster, don't think it exists, mate. Apparently, right, I've got some information for you. There's a fella called Steve Felton, uh, who for Stevie. 24 years um, has been looking at Loch Ness and searching Loch Ness for, for, for the monster. Um, basically, he um, quit his job, got with his girlfriend, got a caravan and drove up to Loch Ness and just been there for 24 years. And he's been he's shown like people like Billy Connolly round and all that and all the famous people who want to go and find it. Apparently, Charlie Sheen turned up one year with a fishing hook and a leg of lamb. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It's a bit like, like Gazza with his chicken <laughs> and fishing hook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so they've all gone up to look at it. But what he reckons is he doesn't think it exists. He's been there 24 years researching Loch Ness and looking at it, and he thinks... I reckon I could have come to that conclusion in less time. Yeah, it's taken I think long... 24 years seems a little bit excessive. And, well, he's really done it. He's really been in an extensive search. He's been there 24 years. Yeah. But he thinks, um, he says he's considered all the theories, but his guess is it's a giant catfish. Right. What do you reckon on that? I think it's a huge anti- Exactly, it's a massive anticlimax. Pack up the caravan, let's go back. It's just a giant catfish, <laughs> after all. <laughs> what an absolute waste of 24 years that was. <laughs> do you reckon that girl ever regrets her decision <laughs> to, like, up sticks, move in a caravan, and basically go and spend 24 years surveying what essentially is just a big fish? Well, no, he, well, he, she, his girlfriend, he, he got rid of his girlfriend to go and do it. Oh, he got rid of the girlfriend? Yeah, he didn't even take her along. So she must be loving it. She'll take him back. Yeah, he's the one that got away. <laughs> just went in, yeah. <laughs> Quite like a fish pond, mate. Yeah, yes. That was good. Bang. Thank you. I, oh, I'm loving this. Hang on, fish ponds. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I do. That's just how I do it, mate. Can't stop. Um, yeah, so he thinks it's a giant catfish. But I did mm. Google it, and these giant catfishes are massive. They're in- impressively large. Apparently, they can um, grow to. Over- I reckon you should go up there now. Yeah. To say, I'm going to prove there's a giant catfish. You should spend the next, like a relay. You should do the next 24 years and yeah. go, actually, I think it is the Loch Ness Monster. Get back up here. <laughs> Get back, back up here, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Feltman, the caravan rolls up. Yeah. He's going to roll You'd into have town. to dumb that girlfriend again. Mind you, by that time, he's going to be pretty old, I would imagine. Yeah, no. How old what? is Felts? Um, Felty, boy. Felty. Oh, Felty. Oh, Felty. Oh, Felty. He's 52. Is he? He's 52, yeah. Um, so he's done 24 years, he's have a long old stint there. Do you think he could still sort of, like, crack on in some other profession? Presumably the interview's <laughs> gonna be... So what have you been up to for the last, sort of, 24 years? You're not gonna believe this. Uh, <laughs> quite a gap in yeah. your CV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of a new primer gap here. Um, so what, what was you doing? Um, just, uh, finding out something wasn't there. Just looking for something that weren't there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he reckons, though, these catfish, these, basically, in Victorian times, a species of whales catfish was introduced into Britain for sport. They were, I don't know what the sport was, Alan, because <laughs> Steve Feltham stayed up Ness. <laughs> that was the sport. I, mean, I know this transfer window's been quiet, but... <laughs> and, <laughs> but apparently these catfish can grow to 13 feet Blimey. and weigh up to 62 stones. 
You said tons earlier. <laughs> I knew that was wrong. Sixty-five ton. Thirteen. I mean, it would have to be made out of the most dense concrete catfish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I read that wrong. It was sixty-two stones. But that's not. That's bad English, isn't it? it should be just sixty-two stone, mm. isn't it? Not sixty-two stones. And also, he's been out there so long. He's not switched to um, the, the new <laughs> measurement system. <laughs> exactly. Can't make I mean, kilos. a lot's changed. There was no Big Brother. Oh my! We're putting no iPhones. He's going to come back from that caravan. Twenty-four. Large catfish is going to be the last of his worries. When did he go up there? 20, 20 years ago? So, nine, 95? 24 so, years. Nine, so, 91. I'll tell you exactly what, 91. 91. Can you imagine? He, he was in that caravan. People still wearing, like, flares, kickers. <laughs> Stone Rose's second album hadn't even been released. <laughs> in 91, he was like, oh, God, I've been, he'd been there nine years and it was only just the millennium. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sitting in his caravan, can't wait for the millennium. 15 years later, he's left. Um, so, he's looking for something that wasn't there. He could get a job at Argos. Brian's just sent in a joke over. Hang on. <laughs> Don't worry. Let's do that. That was an Argos joke there from Brian. Sorry, man. I didn't deliver it very well, did I? He was looking for something that wasn't there. He could have got a job in Argos. Right, nice. guys. They've got Argos at train stations now. What is the world coming to? <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. Imagine Dragons on Absolute Radio. Paul McCaffrey is my co-host today. How's it going? Paul, you enjoying yourself, Paul? I'm having a whale of a time. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah? Really good. Really? What's the best thing about it? Uh, the biscuits. The biscuits? Yeah, <laughs> You're a big fan definitely. of biscuits. How many did you eat? At uh, five. <laughs> five biscuits, gone. Have a packet oh, of maybe six. three, actually. No, oh, no, just three. Three, yeah, three, just three. three. Um, and what's the, what's the worst thing about the show? Uh, nothing. It's nothing. all good. Just all great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Sun shining outside. Yeah. Just, positive little... vibes, man. I've got some really cool, chilled out positive vibes. Yeah. Actually, I've got to stop doing that. You've just remembered what the worst thing about this show is. <laughs> I'd forgotten about it until you just what? pressed the button. You just pulled the trigger. <laughs> bo, bo, bo. That's the worst thing about this Booker, show. Booker, Booker. Um, Paul, right, we've got a quiz coming up later on with you, later on. Yeah. Um, where you can do a quiz about Paul's. Okay. That's going to be a bit later. But be before that, mm -hmm. quite interesting, apparently there's a secret McDonald's menu. Yes, I've just heard. Yeah, so basically, for many years, apparently there's been this secret men menu, mm. and a store manager has come out and confirmed that there's this elusive menu. Basically, the items on the secret menu weren't invented by anyone officially McDonald's. Uh, the Masons? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to do a sh little secret, secret handshake. Yeah, to get, a, to get five nuggets for the price of three. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, um, these are what people have had, but they've turned into secret menu. Some, there's one called the Land, Air and Sea Burger, which is basically, like, I don't know, it's, it's a beef, chicken and fish. I mean, that sounds awful. I mean, that sounds like a lot. I mean, I mean, I like Planes, all those... trains and automobiles <laughs> burger. Yeah. I mean, I like all those burgers individually, but I'm not sure about a fillet of fish on top of McLegend or whatever it's called. That might be a bit much. Fish Ooh. and chicken? Do you ever eat fish and chicken? Uh, no. no. Well, surf and turf would probably be as close as I'd come to that. Steak and, uh... I mean, I think a, a I mean, burger... I don't eat that very often. <laughs> Sorry, I am painting a very... Inaccurate picture of what my life is like. Well, surf and turf, you know. Uh, that's but, most uh, Wednesdays. Yeah, um, I can't remember the last time I had surf and turf. In reality, it's five biscuits. Probably not in this decade, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> Probably not since since the millennium. Uh, basically, there's loads of these weird little burgers that you can mm -hmm. have, but um, but and they're like secret hack menu. And that, but, I, but for me, I don't know if this would be one. I always what? when I get a um, egg McMuffin, you know. Is that, sorry, when they say hack, is that like life hack? It is a little bit. I hate that turn of phrase. It's just, yeah. It's just sort of information that some idiot on the internet has turned into a life hack. Like, life hack it. Yeah. Shut up, mate. Shut up and go outside. Um, but I don't know if this is a specific burger, but what I do with my um, breakfast at McDonald's when I have um, you know, the sausage and egg McMuffin, I get my ash brown and put it in the burger. So I don't know if that's got a name. That's uh, what well, we call that? uh, the the weird weird, the weirdo stop. McBeckett. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I I used to have a mate that would uh, get a uh, cheat uh, uh, hamburger plain, 
uh, and then you get a slice of cheese and a sachet of ketchup and, like, put it together <laughs> himself. Why didn't he just order a cheeseburger? Because he was weird. <laughs> <laughs> make it my um, my uh, cousin used to get a, a quarter pounder, but used to take the meat out and just have all the rest. So there's always like a little little meat patty on the side. What? Oh, did it? That's like the opposite of the Atkins diet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she just ate all the bread and all the lettuce and stuff like that. Christ, all lot. Yeah, weird, isn't it? That is weird. Weird. Oh, oh, one thing I do do, which is quality, uh, apple pie and a McFlurry. Oh, that's good. That is good, isn't it? That is. I had an argument with Paul Hollywood about that. See, I'm d- what <laughs> troubles me, surely the meat patty is, like, what you're paying for in that, isn't it? Well, yeah, that is, but she didn't like it, so she just used to pop, pop, have it and then just get the burger and leave it on the side. Strange, isn't it? Mm. The only problem is, though, apparently these, like, land, sea and air burger and all these, because it's all on the internet, if you type in secret McDonald's menu, it's not available in the UK. Oh, Could you imagine that? Just like Guildford in St- Industrial Park. Hi, right, mate, can I get a land, sea and air burger? They're like, look, <laughs> get out. <laughs> You can have the Chicago Midtown, whatever it is. It's one of those like, wacky sort of country ones. Um, so, yeah, if you want to... The I mean, McRib was back, wasn't it? That came back for a bit, Did you have it? it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I thought you were veggie. No, I'm not veggie anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What turned you? Uh, K- McRib? KFC. <laughs> KFC turned you? No, it was just sort of a... I, sh- I, 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 I mean, I, I will go... I think I will at some point go back to being vegetarian, but uh, it was just sort of the occasional sausage at a wedding, and, you know, just... <laughs> like anything, mate. I thought I, I, thought I was going like to be okay. It sounds like sort of a Grange Hill drugs thing. Yeah. You know, it was just it started off with a harmless sausage at a wedding. I Next thing I know, I'm eating full English breakfast, roast dinners. Really? What is a bit, what's been the best thing since you've come back? Oh, mate, too many. Too many things to... No, there's, not, there's not one thing that you missed the most. Is it KFC you missed the most? Nando's. Uh, I, actually, I've, I've only, I, KFC was just the one thing. So that why was you a veggie? Because I just I'd rather not eat an animal. Oh, really? Yeah. But then you would now. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just sort of blocking it out. Oh, right. Yeah. But, so, but you're really just all these animals going to slaughter just so you can eat some chicken. Uh, okay, I'm vegetarian again. <laughs> right, perfect. <laughs> right, bye. Bye. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Oasis on Absolute Radio. Um, I've got Paul McCaffrey, my co-host here today. Paul, your quiz is coming up. The Paul quiz. Oh, no, I'm so nervous. Um, this um, quiz is about people called Paul, mm. which you are one of. So as a spokesperson, yeah. you should be... You know, <laughs> spokesperson. It's, it's, well, it's like a group, isn't it? Like, I keep in touch with all the Robs. Mm. Brian's very friendly with all the Brians. Yep. So we sort of know each other and what we're up to. So um, that should be fine. And uh, we've... Um, it's a bit of a... Uh, um, the yes, Basically, when we do yes on the yes or no's, mm. when you get the questions right or wrong, we play a little like noise out this time. It's, it's Hollywood themed and t- television. Why? Because of Paul Hollywood. Um, yeah. 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 No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it weren't. Um, you've just said that, but that sounded great. So, yeah, that's why we did <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> Let's so, throw this stuff together. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was here, what, three minutes to three? Um, I made sure I got here just enough time to um, sit down and talk. Um, right, so we're going to have your quiz there. Are you confident or not? Uh, moderately, quietly confident, quietly confident, mm. right? Um, and if what I think, if you don't get well, how many drinking you get right, there's one. How many two, questions three, are there? Four, five, six. I reckon I'm going to get four right. You're going to get four, what, right? And if you don't, you need to do a fourth hit. Um, what will you do for everyone? <laughs> Can I try a drop right on your head, gloop? Augustus Gloop on your head, and you've got. You can dry write on my forearm. Can I write Augustus Gloop on your forearm? Yeah. If you get less than four. My, yeah. And then you can write something on my forearm. Yeah. What do you want to write on it? Um. <laughs> so really offensive. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to write something. Uh, naughty neighbours or. Uh, write free to bet on my arm, and then I have to walk home through Chinatown. <laughs> That'd be awful. Imagine that. <laughs> What's the opposite of free? Um, keep. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, anyway, no. You have a think about that, and okay. then um, we'll write, um, I, I'm Augustus Gloop, and I like biscuits on your arm. Um, Hold on, what do... about the old, like, just, what? Just, just snuck, I like biscuits in under the radar <laughs> well, there? Am I, am I, wrong? I didn't agree am to I that. Wrong? <laughs> yeah, well, you're right, but I didn't agree to it, did I? <laughs> no, we'll be having the quiz after this. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Bon Jovi! <laughs> Sorry about that, John. I flicked you off a bit. I flicked the button a bit lively, didn't I? Flick the button lively. Cut off a bit of Bon John Jovi at the end. Bon um, John Jovi! <laughs> bon Bon Jovi! Oh, never Bon Bon Jovi! <laughs> Love you, mate. Get a bit of jaw, eh? But what a, what a guy! What great songs! Um, <laughs> you've just got a bit sort of, uh, you're gonna rush your blood to the head. Oh, mate, I, I, you know, sometimes songs go on for so long. Hair I, rock. I got a bit loopy, didn't I? When, when there's a song on for too long, Silent Brian knows that. Right, it's quiz time. Paul McCaffrey is my co-host today, and he's called Paul. So, what what else can we do than do a quiz <laughs> about people called Paul? Yep, and um, and also it's Hollywood themed with the backing music and mm. the um, the yes and no noises. Um, so we've got a little bit of this. Hooray for Hollywood! As in Paul Hollywood. Yeah. That was good, wasn't it? So it was. Happy that, accident. That was a good bit of radio broadcasting. This is an award-winning radio show as well, Paul. Are you aware of that? No, I wasn't. What award do you Um Rock and Roll Football won specialist programme at the Archiva Awards. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, very much Ian Wright's award. Yeah. I sort of uh, got on got on the... the Coattails. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't go up on stage. Just sort of just... Went invited on stage. Um, right. Um, let's move on. Didn't get, didn't get invited. Didn't get mentioned. But I'm, you know, actually part of the show. But nah, let's not worry about it. <laughs> um, he has scored 200, nearly 200 goals for Arsenal, so I let him off. Um, right, Paul McCaffrey. Hi. That was a loud clap. Let's do this quiz. Let's right, question number one. Which of the following Pauls is the oldest? Paul McCartney, Paul Daniels, or RuPaul? Oh, God. It's between... It's, it's a between, great question, isn't it? It is a great question because it's between Daniels and McCartney. Now, I know McCartney is 73. Hmm. Ah, oh, dearie me. No, RuPaul's not in the running for you? Definitely not. Okay. RuPaul is out of this, mate. Oh, Forget okay. RuPaul. Okay, right, uh, this is between Daniels and Macca. I'll cross him or her uh, off. <laughs> I got... Who is RuPaul, by the way? Drag... Drag artist, isn't it? Oh, yeah. is it? Oh. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You like it so much, you don't know who the presenter <laughs> is. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Okay, it's got to be between. uh, I'm gonna go. uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go McCartney. You're gonna go McCartney. You shall not pass. Daniels. That's a no. It's Paul Daniels. I thought it was Daniels in the end. I don't know why I went McCartney. (laughs) Oh no! I can't believe. How old's Paul Daniels? Uh, Paul Daniels is seventy-seven. Paul McCartney's 74, and RuPaul's 54. So you didn't get that right. I got it wrong well, though. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, like, it, was, you could, I, I, I was I quite vociferous with the maths. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. Yeah, I could, yeah that incorrect maths you used. Well done. <laughs> exactly. Well done with that. Right, next question. Okay. 1978 was famously the year of the three Pauls, where we had three popes called Paul. Mm. Um, all in one year. But what was the order? Was it A? Hang on, let's Paul the first, Paul the second, and Paul the third. <laughs> <laughs> Half a point for that. Um, no, because that's not the answer. Okay. Um, no, the, the one option is Pope Paul one, Pope Paul two, Pope Paul three. I know you have to say first, second, third, but I'm doing it differently. Or B, Pope Paul the sixth, or Pope John Paul the first, or Pope John Paul the second, or option C, Pope John Paul one. 
Pope Paul six, Pope John Paul two. <laughs> 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 so which one, mate? Come on, it's got an easy question. It's either B or C. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go for B. Okay, you're going to go for B, aren't you? You're going to go for B. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Bill and Ted, you stood up. You're so excited. <laughs> I know. Um, right. Okay. Well done. You got a point there. Right. Next one. Who's older, Paul Young now or old Paul from the Bible when he died? Paul Young, as in no parlay. I don't know what that means. Wherever I lay my hat. Oh, that song. Yep. The singer, man. I'm a D. I'm a music DJ. Um, <laughs> I watched him yesterday, a clip of him on Live Aid. Anyway, I digress. So, uh, Paul, who's, who's older, Paul Young now or old Paul from the di- Bible when he died? Yeah, but people in, bi- in biblical times died younger. Terrible diets. I'm going to go yeah. for Paul Young now. You're going to go for Paul Young now. Okay, let's have a look at this. You got nothing. Nothing. What? Wrong, mate. It was um, old Paul. Oh, well. was 62. So I need to get all of the rest of the questions right or I'm leaving this building with Augustus Gloop written on my forearm. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was, um, yeah, he's, he was 62. Stakes Paul Young was 59. Are, stakes are too high. Stake and turf It's going to cloud high. my thinking. Right, here are two Pauls that have first names for surnames. Name at least one other famous person with Paul in their name that has a first name for a surname. Can you make that question slightly more complicated, please? <laughs> Sean Paul and Paul Ross are two people with Paul as a first name and surname. I've got confused. Here are two Pauls, Sean so, Paul and Paul Ross. So what you're looking for is someone who's got a, surna- a first name as a surname. Yeah. Like Neville but, Neville. But Paul's involved. But Paul's involved. Uh, yeah, so someone who's got a first name as a surname, but Paul's involved somewhere. Like we've got Sean Paul and Paul Ross. And Paul... Oh no, I was going to say Paul Rudd, but then I was confused with Judd. <laughs> He's called Rudd! Yeah, okay, <laughs> mate. Matt Rudd Smith's over here. Ah. Come on, mate. We need one more. Time is running out. Oh, God! I know one! I'm sure I do! <laughs> so, uh, first name. As if you need a first name and they use it as a first name. RuPaul. What? Ru? Yeah, Rupert. Ru? Rupert Paul. He's only Ru- it's RuPaul, not RuPaul. So you're looking for someone with two, <laughs> with t- a surname that could be a first name. Yeah. Right. And Paul I'm has to think. No, 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 please. <laughs> please. I need more time. So, I need more time, please. So Sean Paul. Paul Gallagher. Gallagher can be a first name. If you're a terrible parent, but no, that's not acceptable. Gallagher. I've got a friend with a son called Gallagher. You've also got a friend who's got green hair. That <laughs> hasn't. You lied to him, uh, Come on. Right, so Sean Paul and Paul Ross both have Paul in the name, but also have first names. You've got ten seconds. Nine, eight, Paul seven, Martin. Six. Who's Paul Martin? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just clutching the straw. <laughs> 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 Paul Martin. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. No! Oh, God. That's Marty McFly when Doc Brown dies. Um, you could have had Paul Simon. Of course I could. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> So oh. annoying. We played him today. <laughs> oh, that's really. Dis- I'm really disappointed with that. <laughs> You've got one so far. Oh, two to no, go. Oh no. Um, right. Okay. Are there more people in the UK with the surname Paul, or people in the UK with a forename Paul? People with a forename. People with forename. I mean, it was quite an easy one for you. Thought we'd give you one. Yes. 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 Kevin from Home Alone. <laughs> His very own cheese pizza has just arrived. 230,000 people with first name Paul, only 30,000 people with the last name Paul. A very interesting fact for you, Paul. Paul is the most common name for a male swinger, according to the Telegraph article from 2009. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is that, is that something you no. agree? Are you one of the statistics? No. No. Okay, so just double 
Chicken. Well, you are. You do change from meat <laughs> into vegetarian. We'll just double check. Just it. double check. Yeah, no, I'm not a swinger. Swi- no, not a swinger. No, never, never been tempted. No. No. Why not? Just boring. Don't really <laughs> fancy it. Okay, right. <laughs> Next, three pools have made it into the top 100 Premiership goal scorers. They are. Paolo Wanchop, with Paul in it, but yeah. like overseas. Paul Merson and Paul Scholes. Put them in order, right, from top to bottom of the highest goal scorers. So least to most. Uh, Scott. Right, so least. Scholes. So least. So least. Uh, sorry, Wanchop. So you got you got Paul Merson, Wanchop, and Paul Scholes. Least first. I'd say as they came out there, but no, so, so hold on. So you've got Paolo Wanchop, Paul Merson and Paul Scholes, and we need to know the order of who scored the most. So least amount of goals out of those three. You're not... I mean, I... Come on, mate. <laughs> mate, you look so... Co- I'm just... No! 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 I'm just sort of doing that just to make you feel stressed. That was wrong burgundy. Um... Mate, this is really awful radio. Yes! <laughs> That's just Sean Connery. Um, do you need a reboot? <laughs> eh? That's a, that's a funny joke, isn't it? <laughs> Come on, Paul, mate. You, you, I mean, I don't mind you worrying, but you've got to speak. I mean, I, right? I can't win anyway. So, really okay, Paolo one shot. That was another yes. Skulls Merson. Yes. Right, you're going, Skulls Merson. There's three people. Yeah, I said the first one. Paolo one shot, then Skulls, then Merson. You couldn't have been more wrong. It goes Paul Merson, 46 goals. Paolo Wanchop, 50 goals. Paul Skulls, 107 goals. Paul Skulls played in the title winning team. Yeah, for I 10 know. Years. I had Skulls first. Then you started like, like, messing with my mind, pulling Jedi stuff. Oh. In my original lineup, I had Skulls. That was a Jedi as well, then. That was Luke Skywalker finding out his dad's um, Darth Vader. Mm. Um, So you've got two out of six. So that means I can write on your forearm, (laughs) I am Augustus Gloop and I love biscuits. Okay. Are you happy with that? Not really, but, you know, I've agreed to it Any final words on the quiz? Uh, I'm... Yeah, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, and so you should be. This is is Absolute Absolute Radio. In excess. Always forget about his little chat at the end. In a... Um, Rob Beck on Absolute Radio. This is it's nearly the end, isn't it, Paul? Oh. Have you enjoyed your time? I've had a lovely time. It's been great, isn't it? It's been good fun, mate. We've really enjoyed ourselves, had a bit of a laugh, bit messed of a about, laugh. had a catch-up. I thought of, nothing too serious, mate. Yeah, yeah. nothing too... Th- nice yeah. and light. Yeah, I do politics during the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's nice for you to have a day off, mate, from it's, your it's strictly stressful, fun, highly politicised lifestyle yeah, that you need now. Yeah, just nice to, you know, I did this week on Thursday night, but like now, just like fun bants on a Sunday. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Just chill out summer tunes. That's what I like, isn't it? That's it, mate. Less politics, breezy. More. Yeah, let's um, make love, not war. Exactly. That's one of my things. I say. Yeah. I like that. I think other people have said it, but that's one of the ones I do. Quite <laughs> yeah, um, that phrase. And Paul, what are you what are you up to now? What are you doing tonight? Getting back to Winchester. Get back to Winchester. That'll probably take about an hour and a half, and then I will probably catch up on this week's this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see the full fall. <laughs> Almost definitely. Almost definitely. <laughs> um, I might be going to barbecue. I'm not sure what's Ooh. happening. I've, uh, my, my 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 wife is at a a bar a family barbecue. Lovely. In, um, North. Kent, South London, yep. and um, I was go- uh, my phone's died, so I don't know if I'm supposed to be going there or going home. And she said she'd ring me at ten to six oh, on the studio phone. Your evening's on a knife edge. My evening, I don't know. What's exciting! I-, I could be going to Winchester at this rate. <laughs> oh, God knows what's that. No one knows what your next move's going to be. This is no incredible. So I don't know what I'm doing. And if you see me wandering around Victoria train station, <laughs> help me. <laughs> yeah. No one's been in contact. Um, right. Well, thank you for listening. I've had lots of fun. Um, Paul McCaffrey, you've been an excellent guest. Thank you very much. And um, we've got we've we'll been an excellent week. host, Rob. 
I try. Yeah. I try my best. You know, it's all you can ask for, isn't it? That's it. Try your best. Um, all right, well, thank you very much for listening, and um, I'll be back next week from three o'clock.